Again? There it is. What's up? We're off to a great start, everyone. This is, this is going to be quality 20 minutes. Um, so, hey, I'm John. If you don't know me, in student ministry, they call me uh, John or not Pua, the other one. Honestly, either one works. I go by whatever you want to call me and you can remember. Um, I, I do work with student ministry, uh, so just a quick thing. Great things are happening. It's been an awesome, awesome year. Um, God's been moving, and we've been growing, and we have incredible musicians, as you're seeing, and so you get a little bit of taste of that, but um, student ministry is awesome. That's what I love to do. Uh, tonight, we are continuing our I Am statements with I Am the Way, the Truth, and the Life. That is a huge topic. Um, that I can't cover uh, in this, this time, but I want to at least touch on some, some things. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to back up a little bit. We're going to look at the first seven verses in John 14. So, so let me just kind of read along and I'll kind of stop and touch where I need to. Um, verse one says, do not let your hearts be troubled. All right, stop. Um, let's touch on this. If you're new, I, I pick up the pace, I promise. Um, what is he saying? What is he saying? Well, Jesus here uh, is acknowledging who he's talking to and what's going on. In, in chapter 13, Jesus shares some bad news to his disciples. They've been hanging out with him for multiple years. They, they've become this tight-knit group. It's been a family to them. Jesus has been their mentor, their friend. And then he says, I'm out. Later. In verse 13, the chapter 13, he, he gives some bad news. He says, hey, uh, Judas, you're going you're gonna to betray me. Uh, Peter, you think you're good. You think you're on my side. You think you're strong, but you're going to deny me. Um, and I'm leaving. So he's like, bad news, bad news, bad news. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Um, that's a little weird. But, but in context, we, we think it's like they've got to be like Jesus. We're beyond trouble. This isn't, we're not just troubled. Like you're ruining everything. Like, I'm a little mad at you, Jesus. And, and he says this, and, it's, and he's almost he's saying, and we're going to kind of read on, but it's like he's saying, hey, I know that this news is really heavy, but, but let me give you something good. Let me give you something to hang on to. Let me turn this around for you. And then throughout tonight, we're going to be looking at this, just this stuff that Jesus is telling them that is setting them up for the future and then ultimately for the future of the whole church. So Jesus says, don't let your hearts be troubled, Trust in God, trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, what I've told you, that I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when everything's ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me where I am. This might sound like I'm getting a little off track, um, but have you ever been on a cruise? Anyone? Just, yeah, um, I'm from Florida. So that was kind of one of the benefits is you could go on cruises during the summer, um, especially if you have a generous grandfather who will uh, take the family on a cruise. And so what we would do uh, a couple years there in a row, we would every summer we'd go on like the family cruise. Some of the grandkids would go, um, and it's awesome. Like cruises are cool. I don't have to share if you don't know, but basically um, you're like going to beautiful places. You don't have to do anything. They cook for you and all this stuff. And, and this is like a, a normal morning, and this isn't exaggerating. You wake up in these like comfy sheets that are made for you somehow by like secret um, service ninjas. Um, and they like make it, and then you get to the door, and there's like coffee and then some fancy sounding thing that you ordered um, just waiting for you when you wake up. And you grab it, and you go out on the balcony, and it's sunny, and it's like open ocean with like 
islands in the background. There's like dolphins just jumping. And you're sitting there drinking your coffee. And, and it's just awesome. But what I noticed by going on multiple cruises, I've realized that by like day four, and this sounds really first world problems, and it absolutely is, and I'm admitting that. But like day four, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of, like this is awesome, but I'm, I'm kind of ready to be home. And, and it, I don't know why, it's just me, and that, that number probably changes for, for different people that are less um, like introverts as I am. But, but, but that, that is just a fact that like every time I just, I noticed so like day four, day five, I was like, you know, I still got a couple more days left and I'm ready. I'm like, this is good. And it's way above my standard of living, by the way. Like I wake up and like with one eye open, make coffee and it's like I spill it and then I go to work because I don't have time for breakfast. Like this is, this is there. It's not about that. Um, but I, I've noticed it's, it's just a phenomenon. I, as I talk to other people, it's kind of this common human experience. You think about when you were a kid, you stayed away and like by night two, you're like homesick. Um, I remember getting homesick really early when I was young. And, and Pua, have you, uh, Pua right there, um, she, she was just in New Zealand, which is like my dream. Like that's the coolest place. Um, and if you see her social media stuff, she's posting these like incredible photos. They're, they're beautiful. She's going to amazing places. She's going on incredible hikes. She went whale watching, saw like a whale tail do that thing. Um, and, and, and this is, this is also not an exaggeration. She can tell you about this, um, she, she said she was doing this before she went, and I was like, that's amazing. We need one of those at St. John. Um, she went to this thing where you got to lay in a hammock over a hot spring at nighttime stargazing. Like, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, but, but here's the text, and this was, I think, day 10-ish. I don't know. Um, day, this is the text. I'm, like, sitting in my bed watching, like, Netflix, and I get this text. 15 days is too long. I'm ready to be home. That's, that's, that's just a thing. It's just a human thing. We love to be where we're known. Just to, here, just to really get this concept down, I wrote a song for you. Um, this is just, here we go. Yeah, great. Um, cool. So uh, if you don't get the joke, it's, it's the theme song. Um, so it's just a human experience. We want to go where we're known. We want to go where we know the situation, the people around us. We, we, we've built a home. We, we have friends, we have people that care for us. We're not just someone. And this is the situation these guys were in. They, their home was with Jesus. Jesus was their mentor, their leader, their friend. And that was, that was their situation. And they were freaking out because Jesus was saying, this is going to change. I'm about to leave. At least that's what they thought they were, that, that he was saying. Um, at the end of uh, the, the end, he says this. And, and so, so this is uh, verse three. When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. So he, he's like, hey, don't be troubled because... I'm not gone forever. Like I'm going, I'm doing something very important. It's bigger than just this little tight-knit circle. I'm going to go prepare a place and I'm going to come back and get you and you're going to be with me and, and, and you'll always be where I am. And then verse four, we continue. It says, and you know the way to where I'm going. 
And Thomas, in like old Tommy Boy doubting fashion, he, <laughs> he's like, uh, no, we don't know, Lord. Tom, like, no, no, we don't. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way? He's, he's like, I mean, I would be annoyed if I'm putting myself there. I've, I know the rest, but like putting myself in his shoes, I'm like, what are you talking about? You're always talking in riddles. We don't know what the heck you're saying. Like, he's frustrated. And I think behind the frustration, there's this sweet question that, 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 that I can connect to. He's like, I, I put everything in this. Like I left the previous life, I'm here now. I believed that you had a greater purpose, that you were going to take us somewhere, that you were taking us home, that this was a bigger reality than just a job or just, what, you know, like, like I'm, I'm here. Can you get us home, Jesus? And then, verse 6, Jesus answers, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. And from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. I get that. Thomas, we don't know the way. Jesus says, I am the way. Like, you know the way because you know who I am. Jesus, what he did here and what he continues to do, and it goes throughout the rest of the chapter, he talks about this way, how he's going to get these guys home. Like this isn't the end. This isn't everything's in shambles. He's like, don't be troubled because I am going to get you where I promised you that I would get you. Like things are going to be, and I'm actually going to use you to, in this plan. Like this is, this is big talk. And this is why I said I can't cover it all because it's, it's just a lot. But... Jesus was all about making a way. Um, but Jesus isn't just the way. There's more to that statement. He says he, he's the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way because he's also the truth and the life. These, these three things, they're, they're super connected. Very connected. And so Jesus is the truth giver, right? Jesus is the truth giver, which that alone has so many applications in our life. But I'm going to focus on two. Let me just narrow it here. If you want to know the source of something, you want to know the truth about something, you go to the source. Jesus is the source of truth. And and in two specific ways, I think are really important for us as humans. Um, One is that Jesus is the only one qualified to quantify our value. I tried to make it fancy. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, The only one qualified to quantify our value. He's the only one who actually truthfully can accurately tell you your worth. One of the things I notice working with students is that there's this thing that keeps them from, from fully accepting and embracing the potential God's placed in their life. And it's that they, they, they get their value from some other source than Jesus. They, they, they try to figure that out. Um, and one of the ways that I know I do this, um, and maybe you can relate here, is that um, I try to get my value by... Uh, comparing myself to others or, or try to see how good I am as compared to myself to others. Like, like I've had this conversation like, hey, Jesus, can you cut me some slack? Like, I'm not that bad. Like, I'm not Kathy, you know? Kathy, the one that, like, lies to her employers. And, like, I mean, I, she, she uses your name in vain all the time. So that's just obvious, Jesus. So, like, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not perfect, God. I get that. But, like, I'm not that bad. And, like, and, and this is how we, 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 we do this. We, we make these things up. And so, one, we, we, we don't look to Jesus for our value. And then also um, for our goodness, 
we compare ourselves to others. But Jesus actually can tell us our value. And Jesus is the only true measure of how good we are. And those two things combined lead to, lead to something very important for humans. One, Jesus says our value is, is priceless. Like he gave his life for us. Like that's how much he cares about us. He shows his love in that way. Um, in, in, I, I don't know actually who said this. I think it was John Stone Street. You don't know him, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but when you put a price tag on something that's priceless, you cheapen it immediately, no matter what that number says. And, and, and for us, if we're looking for our value from anywhere other than the truth giver, that's a problem because we're cheapening who God has made us to be. And then secondly, if we're trying to see how good we are, compare ourselves, or we're trying to do this individualism like earning our way, we'll never stack up. We're not good enough to get home on our own. We need Jesus. But the great thing is God is gracious. And when you combine those two together, this is Romans 5, 8. It's a super well-known verse. It says, but God demonstrates his own love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The whole point, the truth reveals that we're spiritually dead without the life that comes from Jesus, that we, we, when we measure to Jesus, we can't measure up, but it doesn't matter because he loves us anyways. And he loves us so much that he did it for us. Jesus is the exclusive and only way to the Father, the truth about us and everything else, and lastly, um, the giver and source of life. I do think that Jesus is talking about eternal life here, like that, that's part of this, but there's also this life here. Like these, these boys that he's talking to, these disciples that have kind of learned from him and grown from him, the rest of the, the, the chapter, he goes through and he talks to them about what's to come. And he's like, I'm going to send my spirit. Verse 15 says, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. Um, God is empowering these guys to live out a life full of purpose and they go on to do amazing things. Like, you know, start the church, that, yeah, that whole thing. Um, it's great. Um, C.S. Lewis says this one thing and I love this quote from him. It says, if we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that we were made for another world. One more time, slower. If we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that we were made for another world. Maybe you're feeling that. Maybe, maybe you feel a little out of place. Maybe you've been wondering why you don't feel complete or maybe why don't you don't stack up. Maybe you need to look to Jesus to give you the true value of your life. And find comfort in his grace that he loves you and cares about you. The message of Jesus here is that home is not a place. It's, it's a relationship with him. It's this, this experience that we are with and connected with our creator. This is this dense I am statement. I am the way, the truth, and the life. But for tonight, uh, keep it simple. Do you trust Jesus to get you home? Do you trust Jesus to get you there? Can you put your faith there and trust after what he's done and what he's shown that he's not gonna abandon you? As verse 18 says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. So if you have the card, the little I am card, this is your moment. I am the way, the truth, the life. On the back it says, because who he is, I am. 
And I think there's a lot you could put there. And I'm gonna leave that up to you. Tim's gonna play. I'm guided. I'm able to find my purpose. I'm loved. I'm in his presence and I'm home. I'm gonna give you a minute. You just think through that, but take some time to thank Jesus for who he is and thank him for making a way for all of us. Take this time.